Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer. I am very passionate about helping others to achieve an abundant life fueled by spiritual principles and emotional balance. In this podcast series, we delve into spiritual self-care. Yes, we will explore exercising our minds and bodies, but more importantly, we will discuss strengthening our inner being, embracing God's love, and being filled by the fullness of God. As you take this journey with us, we want to inspire possessing your authentic selves and happiness. Welcome home. I hope you've been enjoying learning more about spiritual self-care through the lens of moving beyond emotional hurt. Yes, taking care of ourselves by dealing with our hurts and insecurities helps us to reach new levels in our identity and confidence. We are not done with tending to ourselves from a mental, emotional, and spiritual place. This month, we will spend time digging deeper to loving ourselves. These conversations will be perfect for February. Why? Because February is the love month. Yes, that's Valentine's Day. As I share this, it's interesting because I was like, oh, this reminds me of something. Valentine's. What does it remind you of? Well, I'm going to talk about my childhood for a little bit. Back then, we would get candy and a little Valentine's card. For some kids, you cannot wait to give it to that person that caught your eye throughout the year. You hope that once it's given, that it will be received. Perhaps you can get yourself a boyfriend. Or you go to school with the anticipation that some cute boy will give you a Valentine's card with candy. You look forward to the possibilities. I don't know what kids do today. I think it's still the same thing because I still see the little candy and the little cars in the grocery store when I go around. But what I've described is definitely my childhood. I'm going to get real with you guys. I do tend to tell you my business. I guess I, you should be expecting it by now. <laughs> Anyways, as a kid, Valentine's Day was a big disappointment after disappointment. The boys that I provided cards to usually threw them out before they left school. They did eat the candy. I guess they were no food, but they didn't care for the card from me. On the other hand, I didn't receive a card or a little candy from a little boy. Year after year, I went to school on Valentine's Day knowing that I would not be chosen. After a while, I stopped having my mom purchase the treats. It was a waste of money. Fast forward to high school, college, and adulthood. I would like to say that this changed for me, and now I am married to the most beautiful man. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not my happily ever after. Last year, during the beginning of the pandemic, things hit me hard. 
I was around a lot of people who expressed having partners at home, how they were trying their best not to lose their minds because they were so closely knit. They wanted space. But their comments hit hard. Why? I didn't have anyone to share this experience. Mm-hmm. What did I do next? Well, I'll be honest, my usual. I started complaining to God. I gave him a piece of my mind. I reminded him how mostly all the stories in the Bible, except for Jesus and Paul, people hooked up. I was like, man, dad, where's mine? You made people for relationships? Where's my people? Where's my person? And well, after boo-hooing for a bit, the gentle whisper spoke. He said, uh, sister friend, don't you know that you love by your heavenly father? And I said, but God, you know in the Bible people have people. They did not have to navigate this world alone. Yes. I was trying to make sure that my point in verse voice was being heard. I was still boohooing. I really was. Then the gentle whisper spoke once more. You are never alone. And God always provided the support that you needed in life. I was like, mm-hmm. Then, because God, you know, he got the last say. He did. He got me good. My memory bank started flooded with images of relationships after relationship after relationship of people who were there for me during the most difficult times of my life. And I mean flooded. I remembered the gentle hug, the nod of understanding, a conversation that helped me from not jumping off that ledge. I had many of those moments. I remember those birthdays. They were few, but they did exist. Where people came and support me, even though I didn't have my boot, God sent many, and I mean many people, to keep me on my journey and path. He saw those moments where I could not take it any longer, and somehow he knew exactly what I needed to strengthen my spirit. Why am I sharing all this? Good question. It leads me to ask you a question. Where are you trying to find love? We're going to talk about it for a little bit throughout this episode. I'm not going to try to give you an okey-doke answer and say all you need is Jesus. We do know this is true, by the way. But sometimes we need to know how does this tangible, how does this play out in my everyday? I'm going to try to tell you, and hopefully this will help you just a little bit, as it always been trying to help me, because I do have my moments too, where I have to talk to myself about these things. At least this time I get to share those conversations with someone else and not just my head. Nevertheless, the first place you should look to find love, drum roll please, the first place is Love does not come from people. It surely doesn't. But rather, it comes from how you love yourself. For most women, this truth is so easily overlooked. Why is that? We yearn, we we enjoy intimacy. 
And it's easy for us to pursue others to provide this intimacy or tenderness. It can be in relationships or even in our kids. You know, we're trying to get that connection. For me, it started in school as I waited for the little boy to provide me with the Valentine's gift. I waited and I waited. For a moment, I was about to keep going, but I know you're like, girl, I want to hear your violin. I know, I know, I know. Instead of drowning you in my sorrows, you know how I do. Let's go ahead and go to the Bible for a little bit. We all know the love passage in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 13 to be exact. I'm going to read it. Verses 4 through 8, 8. 8, I know that's kind of unclear, but 8, 8. It starts, love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. Love does not brag. It is not arrogant. It does not act disgracefully. It does not seek its own benefit. It is not provoked. Does not keep an account of wrong suffer. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It keeps every confidence. It believes all things. Hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. I actually read this passage uh, during a friend of mine's wedding like a year ago, two years ago. I think it's two years now since last year was the pandemic. But before the pandemic hit, she was getting married and she asked me to read this. So I read it. And most of us, we do. We, we equate this passage to how we love other people, our significant others, loving those people who are hard to love. We'll go back to this, like, okay, ooh, I got to try to, I got to try to do this because, oh, this message is messing with me. But I want you to know that this passage, the way that love is being described, is being described by action verbs. This means that these actions demonstrate ongoing, living, and active deeds. Our love for ourselves, God, and others are ongoing, living, and active. I want us to take a moment and think about, like, do we look at this passage for loving ourselves? Again, most of the times we think of committed relationship or our friends, and, and we're trying to give this to someone else. But have you ever taken the moment to take a step back and say, you know what? Am I being these things to myself? Am I treating myself in this way? So let's break things down a little bit. You know how I like to keep talking about my Bible. So let's break it down a little bit. In this scripture, the context of patience means bearing the offenses and injuries of others to be mild, slow in avenging. To be long-suffering. Ooh, sometimes they put you through it. Slow to anger, slow to punish. This action verb is very much connected with how we treat others. I mean, you just you just read it. How you bear offenses, mild, all the Okay, there you go. People. But how about this? Are you slow to become angry at yourself? Or slow to punish yourself. Are you patient with yourself? 
there have been many times, and I say many, where I was mad at myself. I numerously stated that I have known better. Girl, you know you should have been in this situation dealing with it. You know, no, right? And, and just that fuel. And instead of being fueled with anger, the, the scripture says, kindness, love is kindness. Like, I should clothe myself with kindness. And in this context, kindness means a, a gentleness, a, a mixture of kindness and compassion, not being too hard or too harsh on yourself. Someone described it as, when you see a child learning to walk, of course, we all know the child's going to fall. They, they learn how to walk. Instead of running over and telling the child how terrible she or he did, you do the opposite. You're, you're filled with kindness and compassion, allowing the child to get back up and try again. Not only do you let the child try again, but you reach out your hand in hopes that the child walks to you. Do you allow yourself to learn and grow even when you fail? Or do you beat yourself up thinking you have sh should have done better? I'll tell you this, this way of thinking, or I should have done better, I know that enough. Most of the times, this way of thinking is influenced by us comparing ourselves to others. Mm -hmm. You look at someone else's progression and you think you should be in the same place. I'll be honest, as I tell you this, uh, I am talking to myself right now because this is one of the things that I'm always working through because it's so easy for me to compare myself with others. When I'm in the comparison mode, this lead to the other acts of love, that being not being jealous. You're like, huh? Yeah. Loving yourself, loving myself means that I'm not envious of others. This is a hard one. I'll tell you a time where I was actually successful. Well, well, not so much. <laughs> but, but let's go back to the Valentine's Day. I surely did look at the other girls with a mean look. I wonder, what do they have that I do not? Thus, when I'm loving myself, I remain true to how God made me. We have all heard the statement. He did not make any mistakes. No, he didn't. Moving forward, I want to look at two more characteristics. The next one is not acting disgracefully. I'm going to put acting disgracefully in these terms because I love myself so much, I am not going to act a fool, especially when attracting love. An example, going back to my Valentine's Day with the mean looks, I could have easily acted upon those mean looks and treated the girls just terribly throughout the rest of the year. I had my moment mean look. That's it. I had Valentine's Day. Boom. We on to something else. I also could have easily. Oh, I was tempted to yell at the boys, 
who didn't respond to my love gestures? I could have. And even as an adult, I could have easily slept around throwing my pearls away because I wanted someone to love me. As I stated before, I was tempted. Yes, I have been tempted many times. Sometimes I did fall short. Sometimes my little evil glare lasted more than the other day. Yeah, sometimes it did. However, because I loved myself too much, I changed my behavior knowing that there was no need to act disgracefully. After the description of not acting disgracefully, we get, it does not seek its own benefit. I know that self-love is a hot topic. Woo, is it a hot topic? Especially for women. Why is that? Because for centuries, we had to fight for the right. We have endured. More importantly, we have been overlooked. I've been watching several TV shows that's been depicted back in the day, the 1800s. And just the things that women endured. And today, I was like, after watching one of the episodes, I was like, Lord, thank you that you made me in this decade. Because I would have been acting a fool being treated like that. But yes, we we haven't been the most cared for and loved by our culture at times. In loving ourselves, it doesn't mean that it's about us being selfish. It's not, okay, I'm pampering myself, I'm getting my nails done, I'm buying new clothes. And in the process, I'm ignoring everyone else. Loving ourselves means taking care of ourselves in a manner that we can give back to others. I'm going to ask you, how are you doing with taking time for yourself? Even if it means taking 15 minutes. And I'm learning these 15 minutes be powerful. Because sometimes I, I can work myself. And those who are listening who know me personally, they're like, how you going to get this advice? You know you don't be doing it all the time. You're right. I don't be doing it all the time. But when I do get these little 15 minutes, it reminds me to do it more often. And even today, I was like, girl, if you don't get up and walk around, get some exercise, get some blood flowing. And it's true. I surely do feel better when I do it. How about your diet? That's always a topic for me sometimes. And I think I talked about a couple times with a little COVID weight. Yes. How's your eating? How are you doing with connecting with others? All of these actions fill our cup so that it overflows into loving others. Not only does it overflow to how we are loving others, but how we love God as well. In his love, there's an overflow. And in that love, we can love God too. We are patient, kind, as well as we don't act disgracefully and selfishly with God as we wait in expectation for our answered prayers or shifting of circumstances. Like These are methods that our love overflows to him because we are being connected with him and we're allowing him to pour into us. And at the same time, because we're being filled up, we're like, okay, damn, what you want? How? 
would you ask him to be today? It just overflows. Like, oh, let me think about him for a moment instead of myself. Ooh, this is great. And one other thing, because I, I know in the beginning I, I shared Jesus. Of course, he's the biggest and the greatest love for us. And he extends love to us. I can't help myself. I am a Jesus lover. And I want to spend just, just a couple sentences just talking about how he loves us and how these love actions from 1 Corinthians 4 through 8a is God and Jesus repeatedly doing these things to us. Is he not patient with us? I tell you, there's been many, many times where I've been like, oh, my stuff just ain't right. But he's patient. He's patient. He doesn't treat me. And we heard that statement. He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. That is so true. I want to add that the word kindness that's used in this passage is derived from a word that expresses Jesus going to the cross and extending mercy to us through salvation. So Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is the epitome of kindness. Also, God does not restrict expressing his love to us because he thinks someone else deserves it. Meaning, he loves me and Susie just the same. He definitely does not act disgracefully towards us. Sometimes we do. We equate other people's sins as God's fault. And and those who've definitely been hurt by religious leaders, that is not God. That is the fault of that human being. It is our wrongful behavior. He is not acting disgracefully towards us. Lastly, at no such time is God loving us with selfish intent. He is always thinking about what is best for our benefit, even if it means not answering a specific prayer. Perhaps what you're praying for will prohibit your personal growth. Or maybe your request is more complicated than you realize. Not necessarily complicated for God, but complicated for the good outcome that you think is going to bring. If you can tell, I've been talking a minute on this subject. I think I can go forever, actually, about love. Because I have definitely have learned a lot in terms of how to love myself and how to receive God's love and how to embrace it. I would like to sum up everything. Can you believe it? I'm going to sum up everything I just said in another sentence or two. And that is... Allow God to fill your cup so that it overflows. Allowing him to fill also means receiving what he is providing. In receiving, you also extend love to yourself because you are taking care of what he's providing. Isn't that something? So the more he pours, the more you take care of it. The more you take care of it, the more you pour out. The more he pours, the more you take care of it. The more you take care of it, the more you pour out. It's an incredible cycle of goodness. So, 
saying this though, you guys have been listening to me for a good time for the past month, which I do appreciate. But I just said it. Hey, let's go on here and bring in somebody else so I can have some good conversation. So they can have a good conversation. So we can all have some good conversation. And you know what? Next week, we're going to have us a good conversation. I've invited a friend and we're going to talk about how to have more practical strategies to be able to be this to ourselves, how that we can dig deeper into loving ourselves in a healthier way, how to dig deeper in loving others and God. We're going to have us a good conversation and I want you to come back for it. You're going to enjoy it. I know you will. Oh, oh man. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I almost forgot. I tend to do this a lot. I almost forgot. But join us February 16th, 7 p.m. CST time. It's on a Tuesday for our first interactive workshop of the year. You do not want to miss it. We will spend time digging into our intimacy with God as well as exploring our true selves. You can register at ahealingpeace.com slash register. While you're there, tell your friend, bring your friend along, come get get some little loving on you. And also, not only bring a friend, but share us. If you follow us on social media, share our posts, like us. When you do it, we're able to reach more people. If you haven't subscribed to our channel on whatever device you're listening on, go ahead and click that button. If you want to leave us a review, go ahead and do that too. We're receiving, we're receiving some goodness. Until then.